Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. And we begin this afternoon with another subway train derailment. Now, from what we can tell thus far, it's nothing like the incident last week involving the one on the Upper West, which injured about two dozen folks. This happened in Coney Island, and F went off the tracks at West 6th to Neptune Avenue. No injuries reported, and it's unclear what caused this one to leave the tracks, but sources telling 1010 winds at least 78 people were evacuated. One report says the thing's brakes were activated near West 8th, right there near the New York Aquarium. Right now, they're saying there is no F train service in any direction uh, in that area. Generally, they've got emergency responders on the scene investigating video from the scene showing the trains actually sitting upright on the tracks and firefighters up on the platform. It's early yet. We're still looking and we'll update this story later in the broadcast. But again, no F train service in either direction out near Coney Island, Stillwell Avenue and Avenue X as a result of this derailment. Also today, we might soon get another tool to use to find critical help here in the city. It doesn't replace the emergency 911 system, but a new QR code will help lead sexual assault survivors and others to some pretty important resources. 1010 Wins reporter Juliet Papa joining us live now with the details on that new QR code. Juliet. That's right. This is for easy access, Larry. Now, the NYPD recently beefed up its Special Victims Unit, adding 30 more investigators and working with advocates. So today, they jointly announced this comprehensive guide that is digitally accessible now through this QR code. It said it includes information on free services for counseling, health care, crisis centers, and more. They say sometimes people aren't ready or aren't comfortable going first to the police police or an investigator. This way they can reach out to get the help they need. Now the New York Alliance for Victims of Sexual Assault says the digital resource will be updated all the time and it is available, this QR code, on posters or flyers at public facilities or you can go to the website svfreenyc.org. Reporting live, Juliet Papa, 1010 Wins on 92.3 FM. Thank you, Jay. We understand that this QR code is available to anybody. In fact, if you know someone who has been sexually assaulted, you can get that QR code as well. Download information that you can share with them. So it's a pretty good thing all around. Good deal. Well, it's the morning after the storms which came through here yesterday. In other words, flood warnings remain in effect in some areas with longer term flooding concerns for creeks, streams and rivers throughout the week. 
But in the immediate, there were actual water rescues in Lodi this morning, for example, as the water swelled. As the water kept rising this morning, several families and a number of dogs had to be rescued from an apartment complex. They were not hurt, but this is certainly part of the story here in a flood zone that even got worse than expected, rising five feet over flood stage. I asked Michelle, who's been here her entire life, frustrated or used to it? I feel like it happens no matter what. Whenever it rains, a low die floods. What can be done? Nothing. I mean, this is, I mean this is what we're looking. I mean, it's pretty serious. Yeah. Every time it rains, it just gets like this. I mean, it's been years. I've been here my whole life. I better let you go. You're not going to be able to walk back yeah. there, right? <laughs> yeah. Take care. Thank you so much. Now, apparently, recycling bins that were left out around town for pickup were swept away by the water. I saw hundreds of plastic bottles bobbing up and down in the Saddle River. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins, 92.3 FM here in Lodi. Yeah, they had some water rescues in Westchester also. People stranded in their cars when the Bronx River Parkway started to flood. Here in the city, nearly two inches of rain fell in Central Park through the night and in great kills on Staten Island. A big tree was almost completely uprooted from the sidewalk and landed in front of somebody's house. No injuries there. Up in the Bronx, they are not sure if the weather actually caused a retaining wall to collapse, but we had an incident last night during those heavy rains. Nobody hurt but homeowners and the buildings department pointing fingers at each other over who's responsible. Roger Stern on that in Tremont. The retaining wall supports homes sitting on a hill along Anthony Avenue from businesses downhill on the next street. Grafton Jones is one of the homeowners. I was sleeping when it happened and it sounded like two truck collapsed, like a crash, like boom. So when I look at my cameras, I see the whole stuff collapse. The building's department says 150 feet of retaining wall collapsed. That affects six occupied homes and three businesses below. Homeowners had asked the building's department to repair the crumbling wall, only to be told it's their responsibility. It's impossible for we to see how we own the wall. We went and get drawing and everything, and the architect said that the city owned the wall. This was going on for like since 2000. The city still says the wall belongs to the homeowners. Roger Stern, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Tremont, the Bronx. We'll keep our ears to the ground on this one and we'll let you know how it comes out and who is responsible. Well, they caught one of the alleged subway joyriders, those teens who allegedly snatched a pair of subway trains in Queens and went for a little ride the other day. Yeah, a 16-year-old boy accused of breaking into a train and driving it a short distance. This is the incident we told you about where a group of boys broke into the operator's compartments of two unoccupied trains. This is in Forest Hills, December 30th, and went choo-choo. Again, they only traveled a short distance northbound before fleeing on foot. The MTA says the agency is looking into changing the locks on the conductor's doors. Street Easy releasing its 2024 Neighborhoods to Watch list, which ranks communities based on search traffic to the website among buyers and renters from 2022 to 2023. Queens dominated the list based on affordability. It says Manhattan will eventually regain its popularity, especially in spots like Soho and the Upper East. Ridgewood ranked as number one, followed by Hunter's Point in Long Island City, Hudson Square in Soho, Jackson Heights and Sunset Park round out the top five. But the common denominator, as they say, the rent still too, well, you know, no matter where you go. Federal investigators, meantime, started hearings today stemming from that cargo ship fire last summer in New Jersey, which killed two firefighters. The testimony focused on the Jeep that caught fire while loading cargo onto the ship. Driver Gavin Buczynski told Coast Guard Commander Christian Barger there were no warning signs. Had you ever experienced or were you aware of that Jeep push vehicle ever experiencing any kind of overheat issue? No. If it were to have overheated, were you ever given any direction on how to handle that situation? No.
An attorney for Wayne Brooks and Augie Akabu's family said his investigation found the Jeep had been smoking several hours before the blaze, a claim the driver denied. The Coast Guard said the hearings aren't to assess blame, but to issue safety recommendations. Marla Diamond, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. Hey, who's abusing the sloths? The Humane Society of the U.S. accusing sloth encounters of uh, physical abuse and poor conditions involving the animals. It's the result of an undercover investigation where they say they got footage of staff members hitting the sloths, keeping them in crowded conditions, in sloth fighting and other atrocities. And the owner of the habitat, Larry Wallach, allegedly grabbed a wounded sloth by the head and neck. Well, his license was reportedly suspended 10 years ago for six months for a number of animal welfare violations. This is the location on Veterans Memorial Highway in Hophog, everybody, where you can pay 50 bucks to pet, feed, or hold the animals. Well, get this. The Humane Society says, well, first of all, sloths should never, ever be used in public interactions. They're quiet, reclusive animals, and being handled freaks them out. Gives them high blood pressure, it says here. It says, while sloths appear to be compliant while being petted, that's really what's really happening is that they freeze and may actually be terrified. We reached out to the owner who says he has fired a staff member who was mentioned in the undercover report. This investigation continues right now. The city health department about to do a study on the long term outcomes of COVID-19. They're looking for 10,000 people now to participate in the project, which will launch later this year. And they'll do it uh, a follow up on it several years from now. The survey is producing New York specific data on how COVID-19 impacts individuals over time. It builds on various surveys that have already been done nationally and locally. The data will inform policymakers and program planners on the needs and barriers to support services for people dealing with long-term physical as well as mental health problems. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.